You want to pull a card to start our day? Yeah, let's do it. I'll pull a card to start our day. It's Friday. <laughs> it's the come up. And I will pull a card to define our destiny for not only today. But no, you know. it's no. Okay. Shut oh, the oh, sh you guys don't like when I say this is our destiny. <laughs> but. Oh, victory. Victory. Six of wands. Six of wands. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. It's the come up. Sean Casimir. We're Trinity Infinity. Let's chill. I like that the card I pulled uh, has a stallion, man. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. stallion, man. It's perfect. Tonight we go to Ween. This is uh, the thing that's been keeping me alive, you know, having <laughs> this on the calendar. And we, we, almost, we, uh, we almost fucked this up. It almost got fucked up. It still might get fucked up. Who knows? But for, we bought tickets to see Ween in their hometown of Philadelphia today and tomorrow and uh for a second we were talking about not going tomorrow and uh, fucking somehow mayor was the one that was like wait what what are we talking about here <laughs> you know yeah so uh i couldn't be more excited it's like it's uh, my favorite band out there doing their thing uh one of my favorite bands of all times i do think in terms of uh, and, and every, every people will disagree with me except real ween heads but like their songwriting, those two together, is up there with Lennon and McCartney. They've written as many songs, if not a lot more, and uh, they're very relevant to my life. And this is a band I only discovered in 2018, and they completely took over the fucking show. I'm in 0.1% of their Spotify listeners. <laughs> they're, they're also good for the they finish songs, even the weirdest ones, especially oh, yeah. the weirdest ones. Very much like Lennon and McCartney, and maybe they learned this from them because they're both way into the Beatles themselves. Um, we just start a song, finish it. That's how they have so many songs. Yeah, you heard me. George say that, but you didn't hear him say that that's not what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> sleep on it and think about it yeah yeah totally <laughs> oh. well also i mean george was a one-man band oh. and um john and paul had each other and dean and gene have each other and it probably makes it a little bit easier to uh yeah. to finish it yeah, yeah to, to just find the focus and finish it but definitely how many songs do they have ween uh as, as far as i know and this was like as of like 20 years ago they had 300 songs or no a thousand. Sorry, I was like a thousand. They have recorded a thousand songs. And, you know, there's like seven albums. And those don't account for barely any of the fucking songs. And some of the stuff that they've never recorded is some of the best shit I've ever heard. You guys just reminded me I have to try to hit up Dean Ween to see if he'll put specific songs on the set list. What song? Let's just call it out. Demon Sweat. Yeah, we want to hear Demon Sweat live. I have not heard the that one. The sky dripped in demon sweat. The night she left. Wrapped up in a blanket. And I'm feeling wet. I don't know. No, I love it. I'll just like, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it on Mary's board. like, what the fuck have I gotten involved with here? <laughs> <laughs> I already know what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man so we got to be freaky this friday really take it over the top i hope everyone does the same for sure yeah yeah we're gonna be pretty much sober though yeah i think so yeah 
um, I've gone hard at Wayne shows in the past. And, yeah. Uh, I want to remember it, you know. Mm. Like, we candy flipped the first time we saw them, and it's a blur. Mm. And the second time we saw them, we took Molly. It's a fucking blur. And third time so I remember. It does not happen to me on Molly. It was just so much excitement. It just like the, the and I've said this before, but like when, I feel like when I take Molly, sometimes if it's at a show or whatever, the whole night just gets like distilled down to like one little moment, you know, mm. like like there's like a Polaroid picture in my night of like, uh, like turning around and like looking at Joey and Cass and being like, oh shit, and it's just like that's the <laughs> night, that's what you got. Everything else is just we're just moving way too fast. Mm. But um, yeah, the first time we saw them was out at Desert Days and. We candy flipped, and we had it was parquet courts, then Devo, then Ween, and I was like, "All right, how are we gonna do this? Like, this is definitely a drugs type of situation." So we took the acid and watched parquet courts, and it was really peaking during Devo, at which time we got the full download of what Devo is all about, uh, which I, which I already did, but Cass really fucking was like, "Oh, I get it." And then Devo's ending, and I'm so high. I was so fucking high, and around so many. That's the most uh, people I'd ever tripped around. And Cass was like, "All right, it's time to take the Molly." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" She remembered, and just popped it right then and there. And it, it just hit when they came on. And uh, yeah, it was fucking. The after after we didn't say a word to each other. They played for an hour and a half, and right after we both looked at each other, like this is the best night of our life. Until we met here. Till we met Mara, now we've have now we just have the best <laughs> night of our life every night. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need a bunch of drugs and to be in the desert in California and watching our favorite band, we could just do it. <laughs> wow. So you saw Park Devo Parky Quartz and then who else did you see at Desert Days? Both which bands? Both. That's right. Both which bands? Which uh, from seventies from Nambia we yeah. intend to cause havoc. Yeah. And which with Jay Mascus and right. uh, the dude from uh, Cedric. No, what's the, what's the fucking dude from that band? Ugh. Oh my God! It starts King with, Tough. It, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw both them. We saw Sean Lennon. Oh. Which I actually saw in person. I was tripping on mushrooms, and he walked by me, and I, it was John Lennon. That's like funny. I was. It was just like all barriers were stripped away. Time was gone, and whatever. And I'm walking, and like from 20 feet away, like the person walking towards me, I'm like, John Lennon's walking. To, that's John Lennon. And then I was like, at the last thing, I was like, oh yeah, wait, that's Sean Lennon. Holy shit! No wonder it looks. And I, uh, oof, spooky, crazy, but um, they were great. We saw um, some some vaporwave material oh, yeah, that we really like. This uh, guy George Clanton, yeah, Crank, He's fucking amazing. Crankabin, yeah, performed. I'm I'm not their hugest fan, to tell you the truth. And and like I know that sounds like controversial uh, because I see them pop up in like almost every person I know's Spotify Wrapped, and I get it. It's like it's it's easy listening. It's it's, it's too easy. That's what I. Would it's say. a good vibe. Too e- It's a good vibe, but like low-hanging fruit as far as i'm concerned and if you look into the bands that inspired them just go back to that material and it's just it's a lot more rich it doesn't feel as cold as that their stuff feels like a little cold to me mm-hmm. you know a, a little uh I, I don't know what do you think do you like that band okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm much more unabashed about my opinions though <laughs> well I, I just don't want to offend people because like I, I know that that band means a lot to a lot of people and i enjoyed their set there and it was the most they were the band that united everybody in the whole place like everybody watched them i mean i really don't think you can say i always make jokes about there only being two genres good and bad because it's that famous quincy <laughs> jones quote and it's hilarious but I, you know i it's all music is obviously a resonance thing like yeah. I, I don't think they're a bad man. It's just literally our consciousness are so different for some reason. Like we don't resonate when I hear them. It doesn't mm-hmm. even like 
you know, it's not like a musical experience for me almost. It's like most of the time when you turn on the radio and you're like, am I even listening to music? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not, it's, I'm sure it's great. It's just for some reason not yeah. like what I want to play with. You know what I mean? That said, and I doubt it'll happen <laughs> with them because it's different kind of opinions. But the same, it was the same thing with me and the Grateful Dead. It was the same thing with me and Ween. I grew up around both those bands. Many people tried to get me into the Grateful Dead. Many people tried to get me into Ween. I wrote it all off because I would... I would hear it and it wouldn't sound like anything to me. Mm. I remember turning into the Grateful Dead channel as a joke in our car mm. and we would laugh. Be like, oh, fucking people listen to this? It this just shit's sounds a mess. Like nothing. <laughs> it's just so it, funny because they're so organized. It's not like you're listening to avant garde jazz no, or songs no, with chord progressions and steadiness no, and stuff. Well, it's not like. No, it gets pretty messy. <laughs> it, gets, it can get very. You can get muddy. I don't because, know. Because I'll take you to some messy shows and then we'll, we'll get to No, down I'm talking about means. like. No one, everyone lost their voice because they're smoking and doing so much coke, and they're trying to harmonize. And it sounds like <laughs> Crypt Keeper trying yeah. to sing. This and is like a live show from like you know, like 1995, like last tour. Yeah, they're all they all have different idea of which song they want to do next, <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah. they can't get on the same. But page again, together. it's because like love. <laughs> it's because they're we're at such a high place consciously, it's such an expansive higher frequency. It's like you guys weren't there yet. Oh yeah, so I, you couldn't play with that energy. You know what I mean? You took psychedelics, you raised your frequency, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> same, cool, 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 cool. Same, same page, same plane. Now I can hear you. Yeah, same thing with Ween. It's like I didn't get it. I don't like. I, I don't. I don't think music should be funny. I'm much more serious. I'm a punk rocker. This and that. And like now, I'm just not that serious of a person. And I'm like. Oh, thank God these motherfuckers, these clowns recorded a thousand songs. Every musician that I love has humor in their music. Yeah. The Beatles are fucking hilarious. Oh, if you yeah. don't know how funny the Beatles are as writers, like they're fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. Tom Petty is hilarious. Uh -huh. Like everybody that I love is hilarious. Leonard Cohen. Yeah, he's hilarious. Bob Dylan, you know, yeah. the list goes on. Courtney Barnett. You can't, you like, you gotta not take yourself seriously for it to be, yeah. you know. Resonate with Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. no self-seriousness is not sexy no no it's not and it, like we've seen artists like um god who's that fucking guy i went to college with him johnny <laughs> johnny toured with him he's a head oh langhorn slim he's cool like I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna knock langhorn slim but this is the type of motherfucker <laughs> who comes out there and he fucking is going to, he's like like trying to do the Bruce Springsteen or something Aww. or whatever. But like he's on his knees, the first song, this and that. And I'm like, something about that I can't get down with either. It's like, bro, get get off your knees, man. Like, like relax it. Earn it. Earn yeah. it, man. Like, like <laughs> Well, I always remember this quote about, the, I think about that with James Brown saying, if I could sing like Sam Cooke, you know I wouldn't dance. And there seems to be a How have you never told me that before, Mare? <laughs> and there seems to be a certain level of fire as a performer that you're supposed to bring for the table. And of mm. course, you want it to come from like intellect and you bringing good creative stuff and good musical changes and that being exciting and the psychic realm um, being loud enough so that you actually don't have to do anything and people are yeah. still hearing it. But not everyone's artistry, you know, it's like. Um, what you're what you're describing, and I'm not familiar with it at all, but it's like a it's an easier path for fire. It's almost like a cop out, but then it feels not authentic as well because it feels like contrived. It feels like you're like putting something on yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Being a good performer, it is about dropping into some sort of weird authenticity. Yeah, I feel like you know, and some essence and non-performance. It's weird. Like the best performers aren't performing. And well, <laughs> and the, the crazy thing about this guy I'm particularly talking about is the reason we were seeing him is because our friend Johnny Fritz was opening for him. And Johnny is the most captivating performer I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. 
And he doesn't fucking have to do shit. He yeah. goes up there in a bad mood. Yeah. And yeah. starts yelling at the crowd and yeah. you can hear a pin drop and everyone's just like, whatever you That's say, buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And he sings his little songs and he's like, oh, my songs sound the same. And he's just like, starts the same strumming pattern. Like, same chords, just a different yeah. order this time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he, he just has everybody just enraptured. Yeah. And then this other guy comes out who has to do this, all this over the top stuff. And he's got a band too. And he's yeah. got the lights and this and that. Yeah. And like Johnny's the opener just in like whitewash light you know out there with his ragtag guitar <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah holding it down psychically mm-hmm. you know being commanding being aligned mm-hmm. you know it's that's what all of that speaks to i feel like yeah yeah the yeah. first time we we uh saw johnny this kind of set us on our filmmaking journey together is we yeah. were we weren't uh, we were sneaking around williamsburg together yeah. being little makeout buddies and johnny played a show and he got up on stage, and as he got up on stage, I just looked over at Cass. I was like, we should make a movie about this guy. And then he started performing, and I was like, we're making a movie about this guy. I called him the next day, and he was like, I'm going to be running a marathon in California and doing tour dates all down the coast until then if you want to join. And Dawes was his opening band, and it was just like, it was just fucking surreal, and we got to go out and hang out with him. We became best friends, you know? Yeah. Just he- from seeing him, the second I saw him, we were, I was, I could see our whole That's fucking thing play out. Yeah. It's very special. And he, I love that he's leaned more into the comedy aspect of it. I mean, he's now a real estate agent and does a million other things, but when I saw him perform last, like, I feel like it's 50, 50 stand up and music, you yeah. know, yeah. he just has so many jokes and so That's many stories. Great. It's just, uh, he's really taken, um, a loose approach. It's, to the it's very unique. And I remember when we first met him. Uh, I, I would go on long tours with him, so it would just be me and him in the car forever. And he was like, I know what I'm doing right now won't be relevant for 10 years. And now it's 10 years later, and it is much more relevant, but he's fucking not doing it anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, because all his songs are about, like, being a dad or whatever, you know? It's like he, dad country. But just also yeah. people getting it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and country music and that kind of, like, yeah. indie country edge, yeah. like, coming into style and yeah. everything. Like, he was definitely a pioneer of it. And bands like Dawes and Deer Tick and mm-hmm. Delta Spirit, who were huge at the time, would keep yeah. Johnny around because... He's authentic. He's the right. real deal. Right. They're all like, is this a song? <laughs> Does this sound like our other album? Do we have your yeah. approval? Oh, God. Yeah. And they keep Johnny around, who's like the real deal, yeah. you know, in my, in just the way I see, yeah. you know, yeah. not that they're not. I'm yeah. not trying to talk too much shit on this at all. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, like, you, like you're saying about Quincy Jones, yeah, there's good music and there's, and there's bad music, but like, it's all good. That's it's, the point I was all, trying to make. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all good. That's what I was trying to, yeah, that's yeah. the point I was trying to make. Yeah, I mean, people are playing instruments and trying to use their voice and expression to communicate something how could that not be good you what's know? the worst show we've ever seen um what was that band we used to like uh gaslight gaslight anthem yeah that was one of the worst shows i've ever seen just because yeah. i was like so over it like i loved this band we went one too many times one too many mm-hmm. times we probably saw them live five or six times mm-hmm. amazing it was like whoa this is the new thing like mm-hmm. and uh yeah, by the last time we saw him, it just wasn't happening anymore. It just wasn't there. And the crowd was more into it than ever. Yeah, they were just an old trope. And then all it was all just like beer bros. And like yeah. I was just like, get me out of here. Same thing happened in Deer Tick. When we first started seeing them, you see them in clubs with like 12 other people. No one it's understands amazing. it. And whatever, like five years later, you look around, uh, sold out Brooklyn Bowl three nights in a row. It's drunken frat bros. Mm. And you're like, hmm, do I even like this? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's so funny this how the company I want to keep. How much the crowd can shift the energy of yeah. whether you even are attracted to. This is why I'll go see anything dead related. It's like I'm gonna go be around my people, like mm-hmm. they and they really are our people, and and it's so much more than than the music we prefer. It's just our type of people, people who have tripped a lot, people who are <laughs> oh. explorers, you know. Yeah. We're going to go to Philly and see fucking Wayne. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I think like, being a music appreciator, the journey is to appreciate everything. Like the journey is to come around to understanding mm. the significance and importance of all the music, right? If, if you would have told the 30-year-old me that, I would have said, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not about that. It's yeah. about refining your taste. Yeah. It's about well, shedding well, things. Well, so I don't think refining your taste actually comes up against that. And I was just going to say, I think it actually helps you refine your taste because embracing the fact that it's all good on some level. And of course, like hopefully it, it reaches somebody else and resonates with them and brings them happiness or whatever. Doesn't diminish the fact that you're still curating your life. That your life is so fucking limited. If you're not choosing deliberately and carefully with intent and discrimination, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that is your power here is yeah. to have opinions about what you want to <laughs> have around you and mm-hmm. be led in. And I know we really demonize opinions these days, but um, I used to so feel bad when, when, I, when, like when we were first uh, all hanging out and stuff i used to feel really bad like oh god i'm gonna put on the grateful dead like i don't know if this is anyone else's thing even if they say it is you know what i mean but there came a point i don't even remember when where i'm like mayor loves this as much as we do she fucking fully gets this whether she wants to stake claim to it or not oh i was really nervous because i thought for some reason i had the air that mayor didn't like steely dan and you were like playing steely dan so (laughs) much and at some point i was like sean i don't think mayor likes steely dan like can you stop like it's like no but i just had this thought for something maybe miss you guys have Understood. both done this to me. Sean, we've had legitimately scream fights over <laughs> Sean thinking that I don't like stuff. You know? <laughs> Sean does not like it if we're not in line opinion-wise. You know what I mean? If I have to shed something I, lo- I love so much. I'd as have I never, get, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that would suck. No, I, am, like, I love Steely Dan, of course. I love Steely Oh, Dan. yeah. No, but I, I thought he was like poking at you. I was like, Sean, there's so much music. You don't have to poke at Mare. You don't you have know, to play it, Steely Dan after she it, said it, she doesn't like the 80s or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I can appreciate that the Rednecks have done a lot of beauty in this world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I love them. I appreciate them. I'm glad they exist. Do I want to listen to them? No. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Text Dean to cover that one. Hey, hey, if you could slip in a cover of Cotton Eye Joe, it'll blow minds oh. and everyone will shit their pants. See, this is Sean poking. <laughs> I don't like the song Cotton Eye Joe. I do find it fucking hilarious when it comes up, though. I do. I, I, I can't deny that. It gets that. into like a deep itch of like laughter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, I hope more bands come along like Ween who really um, put humor in the forefront. Yeah. It, it, part of me, it's like hard to imagine there ever being another band like that. But then I think about the times we're in and I'm like, we might be headed towards a time because I, I know comedy is going in this direction. It's getting silly. You know, things are getting silly again. That's what people are craving. Yeah. So well, I think there's, there could be there's a... been some musicians that have just done comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And but again, like that's kind of like one feeling of life is like the humor of it. And I think if you're like a whole 
person and an artist, like your music is going to represent the breadth of life, which is suffering, not suffering, yeah. well, funniness, non-funniness. And if you finish your songs. Because it it's like a comfort thing too. Like you stick on this one perspective of life because the rest of it's too vulnerable or uncomfortable for you yeah. to be sharing with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and I feel like if you go out of your way to finish your songs, like Paul and John did, yeah. like Dean and Jean did, like yeah. you're going to cover the spectrum. Absolutely. Because you're going to end up with a thousand songs exactly. at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Mary are going to write a thousand songs. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Pipe is the next Steely Dan. <laughs> Ghost Pipe is like Steely Dan, Ween, The Grateful Dead all thrown in a fucking blender Black with Sabbath. Angel Olsen and Black Sabbath <laughs> and Nirvana. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. This is at a, the same venue we went to, right? The same place we saw Bob Dylan. Oh, which as great. soon as we walked in, as soon as we saw this theater, I looked at Mary and I was like, Ween sold this place out two nights in a row. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I just can't wrap my head around it because Bob didn't sell this place yeah. out. You know what I mean? Well, I, would, like, I guess they have an option to not do seating right in front yeah, of the Yeah, they'll stage. take out the seats. Okay. Because that's the only thing I was I was like, God, people are going to sit and no. listen to Ween. No, there'll be. That's general admission. There'll be general admission okay, that's down what there. I thought. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you got? Is that what we're doing? We have we have general. We have to decide still. Okay. Like, do we want to stand down there both nights, or do we want to sit one night and stand down there, or or sit both nights? Okay. It, it was really to me dependent on what kind of drugs we were going to take, but I don't know if we're going to really take any drugs. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll have a great time. Yeah. Keep in touch, y'all. And if you want to hang with us more, we're on Patreon.com/slash/ChurchOfChill. We're putting long-form podcasts on there these days. And uh, the Church of Chill Patreon or uh, Discord communities on there. Lots of Church of Chill episodes, like 127 or something like that. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up doing a thousand of those, I'm hopefully. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what keeps me keep exploring new things. I call it protein listening. It's like there's the carbs. Ween is carbs. The, Beatle are car- the Beatles are carbs. Steely Dan is carbs. Like I know that stuff. I, it's very comforting. Some of the protein listening is not that fun. I <laughs> have to listen to a thousand bad songs to find like the the twenty good ones I put on yeah. any given episode. So. Yeah, yeah. Your Church of Chill has really become the uh, Library of Alexandria for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that means a lot to me, yeah. really. So, thank you guys. I love you both. I love our relationship and our life. I'm so excited about this weekend. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll report in too. on this. Hasta mañana. Hasta mañana.